Hey, YouTubers and friends, how are all of you out there? I hope you're doing fine. Hope you had a totally radical Labor Day weekend, north and south of the border. Even you guys way, way south of that border. Um, you know, and um, English Gold Prospector, do you even have a Labor Day over there? Uh, in the UK or our friends down under in Australia. Well, tonight is kind of different. Dano has the Kung Flu punched out by the Runa. He might be in our live chat. Um, so he's just pretty wiped out. Uh, and uh, Toledo Jess has family visiting from out of state, so I doubt if we'll even see him in the live chat tonight, but we have all of you, and we have our guest tonight, all the way from Alabama, where there's relics and gold alike, and much more. Uh, so... We, I, have a little bit of something under my sleeve, and I asked my guest something, and I think he's pretty willing to do it, so we might have a special treat tonight. With no more further to do, or to do, ado. Oh, whatever. Let's get this party started. We'll be right back. Hey YouTubers and friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Dano, and I. Hey Jeremy, how are you my man? Hey. Hey, buddy. Doing Jeremy Mann is the man. <laughs> you doing okay? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. You know, rolling with the punches. Uh, something has come up that we didn't even go through during pre-show. I was out this weekend with some friends of mine. Jersey Ray Diggs came in visit me over Labor Day weekend since I wasn't going to awesome. Gold Rush days this year. And she was planning on coming to Gold Rush days. Um, so I said, hey, come here. We'll go detecting magnet fishing, maybe dip a pan. Uh, but then I'm like, hey, B3. That's B3 Relic Recovery, if you all didn't know that. I'm like, hey, Chris, uh, want to go swinging at that one permission we went to? I'm going to try and get Ohio Metal Maven uh, to come with, meet up, and go out, do a little diggy dig with my friend Jersey Ray, my sister. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. And it happened that Ohio Metal Maven, Maven, uh, 
and said, mind if my husband come? He detects with me now too. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. More the merrier. We had a great time. Uh, I didn't find him, but, but, but I did find a button intact. Oh, cool. Uh, and according to those who know more about stuff like that, it's an 1800s button, but it matches the time periods. Uh, there was a ridge in a bean field at this permission. I told you in pre-show crops were on. But in the late 1800s and mid-1800s, there was a house that sat there. And we found oh, cool. uh, my friend Joe, he's, uh, which it's their family farmland. Um, uh, he's in front of me. He's found trade beads and, um, come on, Ed. I'm not that old yet. Sorry, folks. <laughs> CRS is kicking in. Uh, but trade beads, clay pipes, trade pipes, and, you know, the hard way that where they found uh fits the period and i've gone back and aerial photographs in in old gps uh usgs survey map geological survey maps and other sources and i kind of had a rough date and the fjord or the ford you know where the stream crossing yeah that's what um, we call them too um, we Jesse and I found old bottles upstream from the Ford, and we found a Jesse found a wagon wheel. Uh, I think it's in his yard now. Uh, oh, very you know, cool! In the rock garden. <laughs> but um, yeah, and so I know Nikki found some. Oh, I think that was at the first property. But, yeah, we all found a little something. Not tons. One of these days, maybe a war of 1812 something would be nice. That's kind oh, yeah. of like on my bucket list for this area. Uh, but it, it was a great time. I had a great time. Made a couple of new friends. And got more acquainted with some other friends and that's always the coolest part to me it uh, is meeting everybody that uh you see their names you watch their videos and then to actually get to meet them out there at the hunts or you know team up and do some kind of project together those kind of things are great to me you oh yeah as much as it is about the treasure as much as it is about the coins and the gold and the things we do, um, I think the friendships above it all, um, it doesn't matter what you're swinging or, or what kind of pan you're using if you're prospecting, if you were your buddy and you're having a good time, well, you've already, you've already had the best treasure you can get, really, you know? Well, after all these years of gold prospecting, I, I've been prospecting and small-scale mining now for over 30 years and 
even though throughout those 30 years, yes, I've had detectors, but I was never a detectorist. They were a tool to my prospecting. And, but since I've kind of broadened out the hand of my, uh, kind of niched up, so to speak, with my prospecting right. channel to more of a treasure hunting channel. Um, right. Adding all those treasures to the hand, I like to say, you know, the treasure hand. Uh, there's oh, yeah. many of us that are appendages, appendages, appendages uh, <laughs> to that hand, but we are all one hand after all. And it takes all those fingers of that hand to create the hand. Makes sense to you? Oh, yeah. Makes I gotta say hey to, to me, but I'm a little nut. Yeah. Hi, Deej. Hope you're doing good. I got a buddy of mine watching tonight too. I told him I was gonna give him a shout out. He's a he's on my channel off and on with me on adventures. It's Kevin McComb. We've been Bigfoot hunting together and everything but prospecting. He's been begging me for two years to so let's go. And we never end up with the same kind of weekend where we can get together. But I'm going to have to get that boy into some gold before long. There you go. And Alabama definitely has some gold. Yes, sir. So, yeah, you know, and it's nice and pure, too, from what I hear. Now, I found gold in Georgia. I've taken home gold from the Carolinas. And Tennessee, not so much, but I'll get more. I will bring home some Bama gold one day. One day, <laughs> yes, yes, sir. But yeah, I, I'd be totally stoked to find, uh, shoot, uh, any bullet, you know, um, within, oh, yeah. yeah, especially like Civil War period or something, or right, or even like a a patriot token or anything did the did the south have patriot tokens like the north did you know uh, i don't get to hunt a ton of civil war stuff i got friends further up in north alabama and further south of me in south alabama that do a ton of civil war relic hunting and eventually i'm gonna get down and and hunt with them uh but around here it's uh Few and far between, there was not much happening here. There's a few skirmish sites, uh, you know, within a close drive for a Sunday right. evening hunt or something like that. But um, most of the better places are a good bit south of me and a good bit north of me here in Alabama. Oh, okay. Um, so I run into that, but I've got everything else here. I mean, we've got tons of old houses that I metal detect. And, you know, I've got an old park here. And last week, just when I think that park is, it's, it's probably, it's probably 10 acres. It's okay. a walking track now, but uh, in the early 1800s, there was a, a girl's school and a couple of farmhouses back there. And I've found everything from seated Liberty dimes in that park uh, from the mid to late 1800s to uh, bell seals, buttons, locks. And every time I think I've cleaned it out, <laughs> I went back this week and got a, and got a bell more. seal, oh, a bell nice. seal and a pewter spoon from a spot I'd hammered. Nice. But uh, 
you know, you go back on the right day with metal detecting it. Soil conditions uh, one day can be drastically different another day or following week, you know, as far as moisture content and things that get right. you a little bit more depth, a little bit more out of the, regardless of what piece of equipment you're swinging or, um, you know, those ground conditions are, are pretty important. Oh, I I would imagine because that was brought up to me by someone with a lot more experience, Rach, and um, <laughs> thank you very much. Nailed it, detecting. That's uh, awesome. He's one of the awesome couple. He's the guy. He's the husband. Uh, Chad, great guy. Uh, was really fun meeting them in Prospect. Or, I mean, sorry. Next time we can prospect. Especially that creek down by you, you talked about, Nick. Um, but, yeah. Uh, everybody... This guy, let's push him to a hundred at least tonight, right here. Uh, when I get off tonight, I will be sure to go back and check him out and give him a sub myself. We can work on your channel art too, or, or are you still scratching? His <laughs> um, he, he, he was scratching warrior. I guess he he likes those lottery tickets. Uh, but I, uh, I have a feeling he's going to get more into detecting with his awesome. wife and stuff, but Mr. Lodak, if you could throw out, nailed it, detecting link, that'd be totally awesome. Um, uh, maybe I could get him on with, with his be uh, better half, we like to say, right? Happy wives, happy lives. Um, <laughs> That's right. Um, maybe I could get them on together during the show. Um, I I do like saying hi to my audience uh, because if it was one, if it was five hundred or more, all of you would it be the same you're all very important to me it's because of you i'm here doing what i do <laughs> oh scott mclaughlin from swamp shovel detecting just popped in hey scott howdy howdy folks thank you swamp shovel welcome welcome to flash in your pan and tuesday night hangout live Hope you become part of the Flash fam, but I see the world's greatest moderator in here, Mr. Lodak. Thank you, as always, for being my moderator. Randy Scotty Tony, Ohio Metal Maven, thanks again for becoming a channel member today. I greatly appreciate it. David Bogan, good to see you, my friend. He's a southern boy, too. When I met him, he was in Georgia. Um, damn it. I forgot where he said he's living now. A lot of good Civil War now. stuff. Up in Georgia. 
I, I think he might be closer to you. Uh, Alabama or Louisiana. I think it might be Alabama. Phil um, yeah. Marsh, Ohio Relic Hunter. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hope you feel better, Dano the Mano. Uh, Otis Ferris. Good to see you, brother. Uh, that man there, Otis Ferris, Jeremy, we're talking about the real treasures of our lifestyle, you know? And right. when you meet up with people on the stream and stuff and, and being friends. Polito Jess, Dano, and I went on a trip to the California Motherlode a couple years ago. Oh, wow. And Jerry from California Motherload Adventures or Prospecting, Dano, help me out with that. Uh, since you're in the room, I believe it's California Motherload Prospecting or Prospectors. Uh, Jerry, great guy, and a few other YouTubers organized an outing, uh, kind of like East Meets West. Uh, gathering on the banks of the South Yuba River. We oh, wow. made some tremendous great. new friends, and yeah. we've uh, all found gold and all had a great time, and Chef Barry, the river chef, made some killer eats. We had barbecued ribs and all kinds of goodies. Ooh, that, that sounds good right delicious. there. Delicious. Met some great YouTubers the week we were there, but that day I left that river bar with friends like Otis Ferris, who actually came to Flash Bash this past June. Uh, I've uh, Damon from West Coast Prospecting, um, Gary uh, Top Cat. I'm actually Wearing top cat shirts for now. Camp America, fly your flag high. And it, it was great. It'd be embedded in my brain when I'm in the uh, in the nursing home going, I remember. When you can't friend. remember nothing else, you'll remember that, won't you? Yes, sir. Uh, at least I hope so. I hope <laughs> so. Um, but, uh, I know I missed tons of you, Bacchus, Lisa, uh, Kevin, Locum, Lacum. That's my buddy, Kev. That's my buddy, Kev. Excellent, brother. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Outdoor Wally, thank you for being part of the Flash fam in that super chat a while back. I mean, like, first thing, bam. Thank you very much. Um, Dano, again, I hope you feel better. David Villa, our California friend, good to see you. Uh, pardon me, I don't have my co-host with me tonight, so I'm forgetting some stuff, you know. I'm usually busy trying <laughs> to be the... The producing engineer, you know, back here with the encoder and this and that. So, try and keep the show running smoothly. Why? 
Jesse does all the talking and stuff. Graveyard <laughs> prospecting. Good to see you. My friend digging with Deej. Uh, your co-host, or you were her co-host at one Deej, time, or is. Um, Deej is awesome. I love I've I had love the Deej. privilege of meeting Deej at, at a couple of events I've put on. Uh, two flash bashes now in the gold rush days um great gal her and and connection detection connection uh yes Don, great people uh who else who else am I missing? Did I? I thought I got you, Randy, Scotty, Tony. But if I didn't, hello, Terry Curry, and we have Terry Marshall from our friends down under. Um, graveyard prospecting. Welcome. welcome. Oh, a whole bunch of you. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Yeah, you got, you've got a really good group tonight. Looks like a good crowd in here. Well, I'll, I'll tell you up front, I'm biased. And no matter how great the Treasure Fam is, the Flash Fam is that much greater. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Welcome back, English Gold Prospecting. We, prospector, we miss you. <laughs> but... Okay, now where were we, Jeremy? Mwahaha, let the tortures begin. Uh, <laughs> when uh, when did you get bit by the adventurous spirit of treasure hunting? And you do well, many very, forms. You very first, you. Okay. Yeah, the very first time, uh, I was in my 20s, and I worked in a sawmill, and... I run a saw and cut wood into lumber and the boss man there went, he had a dredge and he'd go on the weekends and he'd come in on break and tell me about, you know, show me a little bit of gold he found or, and boy, that thing got to eating at me over time, you know, how to get to eating at you something you think you might be interested in. Right. And, uh, he invited me to go. And so I went with him that first weekend and boy, there for about, after about a month or two, I couldn't get enough. Well, something happened to him and couldn't go much no more. And I didn't have any equipment. So it kind of went in the back of my mind for a good number of years. And then about 18 years ago, uh, I had just had my second back surgery and uh, wasn't able to get around good and was having to do physical therapy and, and couldn't stand going to that place and, and doing that. And my doctor said, well, you know what? If you'll find something that you'll take your time doing that ain't too heavy. And well, make, long story short, me and my wife went and bought me an MXT metal detector. Nice. And I still had that gold prospecting in the back of my mind. So that same summer, we load up and go to the Alabama gold camp. That was 19, 18, 19 years ago maybe 20. And, uh, back then the Alabama gold camp was, uh, uh, it's so beautiful and, and well kept now that it'd blow your mind. But back then it was just brush in a Creek and, uh, they were starting to do a lot of improvements to it a little bit, you know, back then. But, uh, 
we'd always go and uh, there was an older guy and I can't remember his name, but uh, we'd see him down there sometimes. And I'd buy a piece or two of equipment alone. When I say equipment, I don't mean dredges or high bankers. I mean a couple of pans and a right. solution box or a sniffer. You know, I, I'd buy a few pieces because you know we didn't we weren't dripping with money back then, and and getting stuff had to come a little of time. But uh, we started going regular. Our kids from the time they were knee high grew up on them creek banks, and I loved the primitive uh, prospecting better than the the noise of the high bankers and the dredges. I did do some of that. We we have rented them through the years, and I eventually bought a high banker, just right. sold it. I had a gold cube, just sold it. And like I say, I'm looking for something smaller now uh, for some of these smaller creeks uh, because there's color on them, and and nobody's hitting them, and everybody's been hitting all the same spots for a long time. So I'm looking to go smaller. Uh, for the gold stuff, I'm going to be doing on my channel and, and stuff. Uh, so but, back to the basics, a uh, sluice in a pan. and Yes. Well, like we talked about earlier, and we're like, oh, we better not talk more. We want to save it for all of you in the show. <laughs> That's right. Uh, back to the basics, uh, the zenness of just the sluice and the running water and the... <laughs> That's right. The tranquility. out your pen and being that right. flash in your pen. Yeah, boy. It'll get you, I'm going to tell you. Hell I, keep yeah. telling old, I keep telling my buddy Kev, I said, boy, if we ever go and you get a little gold in your pan, it's going to be a mess because you're going to be hooked. <laughs> well, a good friend of mine, David Bogan, I've met him on the river before. Uh... He was living in Georgia, though, when I met him. Uh, now he's living in northern Bama. So. Oh, cool. Cool. But, yeah, we did that uh, for a lot of years. Every summer, we were we were down on the Alabama Gold Camp. And, you know, I'd go out to other places with my uh, – I had a little bit smaller sluice back then. Uh, I had a lot better primitive kit than I have now. I'm putting a, you know, like I say, I sold all the big stuff and and putting back together some small stuff to use. And uh, but we went a good bit, a good bit through the years, and mm -hmm. used to get the uh, GPAA magazines, and um, we'd get all the metal detecting magazines, and that that was how I did my physical therapy for. Um, Every, my back surgeries I, I would get out and honestly it's kept me moving all these years uh getting out and doing it you know i'm not able to do it as much as somebody younger and with less issues than i got but right. i get out every time i can and uh about two almost three years ago i decided i wanted to you know just some kind of record for my children and my grandchildren to i think everybody that I've talked to that uh, has a YouTube channel in one way or the other, uh, if they're older, like I am, uh, do it start with probably for their, for their kids and grandkids to have something to see what they were passionate about later. Right. You know, I've met a lot of people like that. And I think that in the beginning that was mine. And then, you know, as time went by, I probably took it a little more seriously. I, I don't, 
Deej would tell you, I don't take it near as seriously as I probably should because I don't care about numbers. Um, I care about putting out content that I care about and that I feel like my audience uh, connect with. And I just don't care about the rest of it, you know? And I know that I probably should, um, especially seeing as how, um, you know, I'm an ambassador from First Texas and um, that, that's the products I swing. And I, were, I was right. swinging their product before I was an ambassador for them. Um, I made a decision a couple of years oh, back hey, that I was going to swing. We have that in common. I, I swing one of their products. I, that's right. I swing the Fisher Goldbug Pro. That's right. It's That's right. a good unit. It's, I've actually, with the help of it, I've located some calif or um not californian but ohio pickers and we which we oh, call cool. nuggets here uh we're we we're pretty lenient with our terms nugget here in ohio <laughs> right <laughs> aren't we huh i'll tell okay. you i'm still waiting on that's that's kind of my bucket list uh wish list uh, i've got a go bug too uh, you know, the 78 kilohertz, I believe. Yeah. Uh, single frequency machine. And I, I got it mainly because all the gold I've found in Alabama through the years has been, you know, it's been like this. It's been, it's been the small stuff. And my, I want to find detectable size gold in, in Alabama. I know it's here. I, I know people have, but personally, I have not, and that's kind of that's kind of my bucket list right now. Uh, it's pretty cool. I I had the pleasure of being on the river on our or actually all three of us, Toledo, Justano, and I had the pleasure of hanging out for the day on the river with uh, a very well known gold prospecting. Uh, the guru, the sensei, they call him. Uh, he's a fabricator and a master prospector and very good with the detector. Uh, Gary, Mr. Two Toes here on YouTube. Uh, but Two Toes and Smith's Gold Top Cat was that there that day. Toledo just Dano and I. And we prospected all with our detector. We all left the mountain with gold. And oh man, yeah. I I found over six point. I think it was six point four or six point eight grams. Three nuggets. Oh. I think I have uh. the weight of the day. I'm gonna have to watch the video again or watch one of their videos on it. But we oh, pulled awesome. up out, we walked out of that valley with a gram or an ounce and a quarter of gold nuggets. Man, y'all had a good weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah, that weekend, that was just one day. <laughs> that one day almost paid for that metal detector I took. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so. But, yeah, that's always good when you can when you can go out there and and have a good time and get enough color to nearly pay for a machine. That'll make you happy. Uh, so, 
Deej told me to ask you about your trip out west. Well, uh, Russ, you know Russ from First Texas. Russ Barbarona. I know. Hi, Russ. How are you doing? American Detection. Uh, he, I, yeah. He and I, he and I are gonna make a trip uh, out west. We ain't sure on a date yet. We're still scrambling around for a date, but we're gonna hit uh, several. Um, really good gold spots on the trip, just prospecting. You know, it's what we're going to be doing. Hoping, hoping to get lucky and uh, get on some of that out west nuggets out there. And I, I'm drooling about it in my sleep, ready to go. But it'll be it'll be on into winter sometime before we get to go. Oh well, it'd be a lot cooler then. <laughs> what? Where? Yeah. Where are you going out to the desert? Uh, we are like we're Arizona five, desert. We're doing be... five states uh, oh. up through there, and going to end up in California. Uh, but we're going to do about five states on do that you trip. Know so the I, hope states? Mexico, I know New Mexico. Um, seems like one of them was Arizona. Um, California, that whole little area. Oregon, Oregon up through there. Yeah, that Nevada. whole little, that little pass through there. We're going to hit that and going to end on uh, doing some beach hunts, uh, probably in California. Okay, well, there's there happens to be a, a pretty well-known beach detectorist and prospector from Orange County in the room. Oh, awesome. Uh, he also was super cool. Send me, give me a super chat. Uh, that's oh, Robert cool. Ferguson. He's been on YouTube for a long time, been part of the Flash fam for a long time. But he detects awesome. the beaches of Orange County and does pretty good, I must say. I, I think I, I hear a little visitor in my sound studio. Uh, sorry, Jeremy, we're, we're, you know, we're getting... Uh, I have a sneak attack, and I'm going to let her do it. Come on in, honey. Hi, do it. Do it. Come on in. Here, watch for my headset, or you'll tear Papa's ear out. But here's my granddaughter, everybody. This is Raylin. Just wave to that camera right there, and it's like you're waving right to him. Hi, everybody. Hey Raylan says hi. They're like, oh, hey, cutie, sweetie. <laughs> smile, smile, smile. Look at all that. Hey, Jonathan, <laughs> friend, my friend. How you doing? Chris, Yeti Mountain Trading. Good to see all of you. Um, but that'd be a cool trip. Some, oh, yeah. I'm excited about it. Uh, we, like I say, we haven't laid anything concrete down on a date yet, but no, have sometime this year. <laughs> uh, that, that'd be a trip to remember because I know my trip so far uh, associated with the channel and stuff have been excellent. And, and if there's any of you guys that... Uh, that are in the chat tonight that uh, have been wondering when's the new first Texas products coming out. 
I want you to know that it's soon. I can't say much more than that, but it's, it's, it's soon. They're, they're deep at work and have been for a while. I've got to be a little part of that along the way and have been grateful and excited about, about what's coming. I wanted to throw that out there too, Ed. Oh, well, by all means. Tonight, I'm going to do my very best to have this all totally about you. I'm being attacked again. What, oh, honey? awesome. You don't need that? No. Okay. Grandma, I have some <laughs> bubble wrap for you. Okay. See ya, honey. I'm live. <laughs> I got I got three grands. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love them. Man, oh man, wouldn't trade them for nothing. You betcha. You betcha. Oh, she's adorable. I just hope she never knows it. <laughs> uh, so when when did you decide to start a YouTube channel? Uh, you know, I just. I took a cell phone with me one day at metal detecting. Mm -hmm. uh, I never even took pictures really of my finds and uh, posted them or anything like that uh, till about two and a half years ago. And I started a little YouTube, I mean, Facebook group. And, you know, I had been metal detecting for years and had used, right. uh, man, so many different products from whites and, my uh, mind lab products and Garrett products and just all of them. I had, I'd been using them for years and um, I just decided that I wanted to share some of what was going on um, with my adventures. And we, we ended up, uh, we do uh, old house places like uh, stories of old churches and we've been Bigfoot hunting uh, on the channel. Uh, we've been ghost hunting on the channel. There's the, uh, there's a little bit of that. It's mostly treasure. Um, you know, where you're um, a gold prospector mainly, right. and you dabble in the metal detecting. I'm a metal detector, and so I dabble in the gold uh, uh, and a little bit, you know, a few other things too. Um, right. I just like, I like to bring something different once in a while, you know, like it's coming up Halloween again, and we're thinking about um, going back uh, with a couple of the top guys uh, in the state that chase Bigfoot just for the fun of it for a Halloween episode. But I started doing it mainly for the, um, it felt good to, to get out and film it. And uh, the kids in the beginning really enjoyed, in the beginning really enjoyed the videos. And now I don't even think the kids watch them anymore. Maybe when I'm gone, they'll watch them more. <laughs> Well, right. what they do is they say, you know, my daddy's a YouTube star. And oh, God. Uh, and that's the last thing I ever consider myself, man. Of, <laughs> of all of it, the, uh, the probably the, the attention part's the part I, I like the least. Uh, just because I, I really am, most of the people that met me, I'm, I'm a pretty humble person. And, you know, so I, I don't really get too deep in the numbers and you know, everybody wants to do better and everybody wants to, you know, bring up their numbers. I guess that's just kind of how we're wired as, as humans. But uh, at the end of the day for me, I just really love the, the chase. Uh, like you and I were talking about before the show, it's not necessarily the find that 
sometimes that's as fun as the as the chase is you know the the research and the and then when everything comes together and uh you reach down in the bottom of a 10 inch hole in the ground and and you pull out something you've always wanted to dig like that right there Ooh. and it just it it just changes everything about your whole day <laughs> all you guys that are addicted like me know know exactly and i think it's worse for you gold guys you guys it's for more time to go because I've seen a, a lot of gold in a pan, and I'm gonna tell you something. That's a grin that'll hurt your cheeks, right? There. <laughs> yeah, the bigger the, the smile, the bigger the smile in the pan, the bigger the smile on your face. You'll be dripping with sweat, and you're hot, and everything. You got hurt. You've been bent over in the creek half a day, and you're doing a cleanup. When there's a little color in there, even if it's a little color, boy, it sure makes that day worth it. No. I've definitely got the gold bug. I've had it worse at times through the years, like when I bought all the equipment and stuff. You know how how you'll do, but I found I love the the environments I get myself into. Um, and you'll see in some of my videos, I've had people ask me, uh, where are y'all at? I'm saying that's in Alabama. They go, I don't look like Alabama. It looks like an Amazon forest. I said, well, that's just what this part of Alabama looks like. There's ferns everywhere. There's you know, we're only small creeks, uh, and I don't know, it's just something about it that just really, I love it. I just love it. Yeah, it's more than just the thrill of the hunt. It's especially when you're doing the basics, just hands and pans and, and the sleep. Oh, yeah, I love that. You know. You're out in nature, you're listening to the birds, you're listening to the water, you're doing a little shoveling or picking at crevasses in the bedrock and running your material and seeing a little sparkle here and a little sparkle, or I should say glow, because, you know, gold, it don't really sparkle, it kind of glows. That's right. And then you have that flash in your pan after you do your clean out during your clean up. And yeah. Or making sure you're still on the money. But I I kind of like it all. I, I've definitely enjoyed myself the last over a handful times I've been detecting. But then again, it wasn't by myself. It was someone else uh, with oh, good yeah. people. And I like it. And I like finding silver. But uh, Oh, man, that's that's my weakness is that silver in the ground. I, I, you know, as much as I love the gold, it's something about playing in iron that you know that it's going to be tough to get a good target out of the ground. It's going to be... It's going to be rough when you get there. You're going to have to listen to a head full of sounds uh, for those little squeaks. I, I just love the equipment. I, I think my connection uh, to the, the treasure is, is it, the, the equipment is as addicting uh, to me just because I love the way the equipment works. You know, uh, I messed up one time and bought a White's V3i. 
And when you buy a White's V3i, you just as well as go ahead and order every book that's ever been written on it and comes with it because there's a thousand ways or more to set that thing. <laughs> and I guess that's where I really got hooked on the equipment was learning uh, right. the eccentricities of the V3i because it really was a head full for somebody that was, you know, I had used a lot of the different products, but they were all, I don't think you'll find a more complicated metal detector on the planet ever built than the White's V3i. Uh, it was more adjustable. It still is probably more adjustable than any metal detector ever built. And digging into it and learning more about it uh, got me hooked on the equipment, I think. And 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 we're, on the other hand, all of the First Texas products are really known for uh, being super easy for anybody to pick up and use. Uh, of course, we have a, a few detectors that are a little more complicated than others, but for the most part, anybody can run um, a Fisher Technetics or Bounty Hunter machine because they're they're not really. Actually, I, I think really... my very first machine that I actually bought was a Bounty Hunter. That is more guys and gals that I've talked to say that than any other machine. That Bounty Hunter is kind of everybody's first go-to, you know? It is a cheap way to get in the hobby and, and not spend a ton of money to see if you're going to like it, you know? Uh, Swamp Shovel says, deaf, user-friendly. Oh, yeah, for sure. They are user-friendly. He, he's an F-75 guy. Um, he does real good. He finds a lot of uh, cool stuff out in South Carolina. Scott McLaughlin, Scott McLaughlin, he's a, he's a good guy, and uh, he swings the F seventy five. That's probably my favorite machine that we build. I, I like a lot of them. I like the T two almost as much. Yeah, and Dean says she loves her T uh, two plus. Oh yeah, she's good with that thing too. That thing's a beast. Deej digs up some some great stuff. Uh, Jersey you Ray you don't get to hunt much in the winter. Right, right. Well, she is in Michigan after all. That's uh, right. Winter's my high, high time to hunt. Right, right. Well, damn, <laughs> for you boys down south, that humidity and heat killer Ooh. in the summer, especially oh, dog man, days. In... Yes, Lord. It's been rough for a while down this way. I haven't hunted but a very few times. That's why I don't have but over the last couple months, uh, about two or three videos uh, that I've done, okay. mainly because of the heat. Well, I believe it. Jersey Ray said uh, Bounty Hunter Tracker 4 was her first detector. Oh, yeah, and that 505 was a good machine, too. Yeah, those are, those are both good, fresh-out-of-the-woods machines for sure. Uh, Ohio Metal Haven said, I tried a magnet as the detector first. Found a shovel head. Smiles with, and her emoji was smile face with tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dwayne, how you doing? Hope you're well. Uh, you missed an awful lot, I'm sorry to say. Uh, but uh, we have still quite a bit of the show left to go. 
<laughs> and it just is getting warmed up because <laughs> I I think uh, we're gonna share besides some actual treasure porn. Um, I think we'll share some pictures that I have. And, um, Jersey Ray, I'm about, I'm about two and a half hours south of Huntsville. I'm in Daville, Alabama, near Alexander City, near Auburn. You've probably heard of the Auburn Tigers. SEC team. So let me get set up for sharing some of these pictures. And... Then we'll let our audience in on it. <laughs> um, sometimes my stuff's pretty busy, so I have to find the right source. So I need to minimize that. I can be kind of a cluttered guy, but... I think I got it. <laughs> uh, I think I got it. Maybe. Give me a second to adjust a couple of things. Not and a problem. We'll get to it. I I know you're watching. Yeah, I'm watching the chat as we go watching. along, yeah. So it's going to be a few seconds behind, but it's a picture of you looking into a classifier on, on a screen. Oh, okay. I, I have a feeling you're looking for that Bama Yeller. So, <laughs> um, what part of Alabama do you go to? Uh, well, it just so happens that I live in a county that is smack in the middle of the the most gold-bearing area in the state of Alabama. It's known as the Devil's Triangle. It's a, okay. Okay. Um, there's several gold mines within 15 minutes uh, of this house that's been running since the 1700s, uh, before the gold rush out west. I've metal detected homes of guys that left here in the early 1800s to go out west for the gold rush that had been prospecting gold here for years. And their families um, still had the land, you know? And uh, so there's some really amazing, I've got a, I've got a video on the history uh, of the gold in the area I live in here in Alabama. And there's a great history of finding gold. Like I say, there's been some amazing amount of gold come out of some parts of Alabama, right here where I'm from. Well, if it's on files you could share with me, I'd be interested. Or is it all paperback? Um, it, the I've, There's a book, uh, and I don't have it in here. I think it's in my vehicle that was recently written on the Alabama Gold Rush. And what I'll do is I'll come back after this video is over for anybody that might be interested and I'll leave it in the a link to the, in the comments to that book. Uh, it's called Alabama Gold Rush. It's actually written. My grandfather lived next door 
to the author. She was a school teacher um, and my grandfather's next door neighbor when I was a little kid. And uh, she ended up writing a book on it. She had done a paper on it when I was a, a young teenager. And it's just a great book. It highlights all the history uh, in the Tallapoosa and Clay County area. You know, the Alabama Gold Camps up on Crooked Creek in Clay County, one county north. Right. And then there's and, a GPAA camp up above that, isn't there? That's right, right. Just up above that. There's some great spots to uh, really close driving distance for me um, to, to do the detecting and also to do the panning and the uh, stuff I like to do. Um, like I say, I've started doing a lot more of the smaller creeks associated with these more uh, known gold-bearing creeks. Well, they're going to be less hit. So I, I think you're on to something there. And there can I think that's my well plan. There be a nice nugget on there, you know, that came that's out of the thinking. source up the holler or whatever you call the gulch or you know, and then it meandered down to the creek and it's traveling its way down to the main source, you know. Dude, uh, do you hunt public land, Department of Natural Resources land? You don't I've have... got enough. I've got enough private areas. Um, you have um, permissions? Right. I got enough permissions that I don't have to do a lot of the public lands. So mostly permissions. And, uh, you know, I found a little color. I just uh, basically inherited seven acres on a creek here in Tallapoose County of nice. land. And I went down there cleaning up a little bit and uh, just took my pan with me and a couple classifiers just to, you know, dig a couple foot deep hole, try to get down pretty close to the bottom anyway. And I found uh, several colors in there. And so I'm definitely going to fool around on my creek as well uh, because it did show some colors in just the little bit I worked on. And, you know, I probably spent 15, 20 minutes just testing a couple of spots and got a few colors. So that's pretty promising. Cool. Definitely, dude. Definitely. I'm not sure about the public land status in Alabama like I am, let's say, Washington, Oregon, California, you know. Right. Um, and the rules change uh, for the most part with, like, I. do you have any Bureau of Land Management land? You know, if we do, I haven't checked into it. Uh, mostly around this part uh, of Alabama, and I'll, I'll probably do most of my gold prospecting and metal detecting within a three county area of, of my county. And it's mostly Alabama power land. Uh, the public land is gonna be like a federal park or two um, inside now, that area. Okay, do you have any like national forest land? There US is forest some. service land? Yes, there is okay. some, but you know, I don't do a lot of hunting on it simply because I have enough private permissions, you know. Um, I think I'd stay with the private. You know, I they're think less, I've had, uh, yeah. less apt to be hit in any way, shape, or form if it's 
uh, fiddleback ferns you're hunting, if it's uh, morels or treasure of one way or another, gold or artifacts. Right. You prefer, what's your preference when it comes to detecting? What do you hunt for? A coin shooter? A relic? Uh, Relics have got to be my absolute favorite. Um, you know, um, buttons, uh, suspender clips, all the old, it's the little bitty connections to a time that I never knew and none of us ever knew and we just read about and it's reaching down in the hole and making that connection in that moment uh, of time with something that it's 100, 200 years ago was dropped out of someone's pocket or right. by accident well, and it's that, that I also moment. have some pictures um here I'm gonna mute myself for a second folks so don't mind keep talking brother okay. keep talking but yeah it's a oh heck yeah so yeah that connection man it's uh it's it's like it's like for a moment you're a time traveler you know for for that moment uh you've connected in some small way with the person that lost that item all those years ago you know what i mean right i'm sure you might see your your picture now but this relic right here is that a button? It ain't showed up on my feed yet. I'm waiting. I'm about a 30 or 40 seconds behind, so I'm waiting for it to pop up. All right. Okay. In my picture, but when it does, I'll I'll describe it. It has a really crude, ugly circle around it that kind of looks like a champese head sideways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it hasn't popped up yet. I'm waiting on it to pop up. I don't see it. I see me squatting down still. Uh, okay. It'd be switching shortly. But yeah. It's uh, P buttons. Okay. It's going to be an early 1900s, somewhere between 1900 and 1920. Uh, the police department here in Dable. Um, Oh, They're that's a cop button, huh? For had, police. Had the P's on it. Yeah, I found this one in the community. I found a lot of, I'm going to tell you, uh, the area right here, right here where I live, is just every yard I've ever been in uh, has got little goodies in every yard. I mean, it's the old town. It's uh, early 1800s. We're the county seat for this area. Uh -huh. Um and so which which made the area probably was a little bit more affluent and that's that's saying that with a grain of salt here in the south um during those years um there's not a whole the reason we don't dig a ton of we dig silver here i dig silver all the time here but you can go further north uh three or four states and during the time period of of, of when a lot of the silver was lost there was just more silver lost the further north because of you know there was a during the old days there was a large poverty poverty level here in the south so you know you have less silver 
I see that the picture's up now. Um, I see that P, uh, and I see the Alabama tax token. Yeah, I figured that one there was a tax token. I believe I have several in my numerous tax tokens. Uh, yeah, what's the those. one above that? The one above that was found this week, and that's one of the uh, uh, bail seals that I found. Uh, oh, found a bail seal? Yes, uh, we had a bail seal found by our friend Ohio Metal Haven over Saturday. Oh, very uh, her cool. very first bail seal. Very awesome. That and is my awesome. very first button. <laughs> it's oh, in, that's cool. It's, really? It's in my that's goodie great. bag, so I can't show any treasure porn, folks. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, you'll have to wait till next Open Line Tuesday for that. <laughs> Heck yeah. So we're uh, stuck looking at my porn tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's all your porn tonight. <laughs> now, I uh, this next picture, I'll set it up for you. It looks like uh, one cent in the picture along with the key with the police button leaning up to it. The key there was found at Florida Hunt 8 in the Natural Hunt uh, near one of the old plantation houses, actually right near where it stood. Um, believe it may have been, it was a very large brass key, so it may have been the front door key to one of those large home places at the last Florida 8. Uh, well, maybe it's, I think oh, it was Florida 8. That ain't a cent back there. Seven. That's silver, that's a dime. What year's that dime? Which one, the Seat of Liberty? Uh, you might have a picture of it. Let's go to the next one. Oh, it looks like a couple of buttons. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the buttons there is a, a recent find. It was found a few weeks. Well, I guess it's been a couple months now. It was found in a yard I had hit a thousand times. Uh, and it was not far from the road. It was a World War II uh, service button, one of the cuff buttons. On the right. I thought when I first found it, it was World War One, but it wasn't World War One. It was World War Two. And I think I think we've all, all the guys and gals that have metal detected uh, a long time, have found a good many of the World War Two. You know, they're out there right. to be found. If you haven't found one, they are there in abundance. Okay, uh, what's that other button? Is that another coupling? I think so. The picture's not showed up on my end, but I think so. And that they must have slow internet in your valley. It it is. It's uh they pump the sunshine in here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the phone service is way behind. We get our internet off of the works almost like your cell phone does we've got a receiver on the side of the house that's similar to a cell phone uh right on. so i that i see <laughs> one with, with the p and the the key popped up there's a couple of keys in there um one of the keys i found here uh in my local park same place i found a lot of other really great great 1800s relics man and coins um Every time I hit that place, it just keeps opening up. It, it keeps opening up. Nice. Just keep and, giving and giving, huh? You know, and you start thinking after five or six years, like I say, it's, it's probably 10 acres. It's large. I mean, you could hunt that thing 
you could hunt that thing three or four times a week. And, and really you could do that for years and not, I've found you're not going to hunt it out because like we were talking earlier with, with the ground matrix changing, um, with the storms and the seasons and things like that, you, you might go uh, in the rainy fall time and, and hit a coin that you couldn't hit back in the summer because it was too dry or, you know, situations like that. So you find, you find parts of the places you, you think you've beat to death that if you'll try it in another season, maybe when the ground stays really wet or uh, periods of rain and things, that tends to give all machines that I've ever fooled with more depth and a lot of times all you need is that little half inch more and you're gonna hit a coin you've walked over a dozen times. Before. Matter, because... uh, so, in, so just like gold prospecting, so is detecting relic hunting. It's a game of inches. Yes. Yes, and you never know when you get out there. What, I mean, I, I've been to that park I went last week and found several cool things, but I've been to that park several times before and found absolutely nothing um, but junk. You know, I always find something. I always dig out a lot of targets because when I go, I try to stay, you know, at least an hour because like I say, it is my physical therapy and uh, it keeps me moving. So I try to try to treat it like a physical therapy session a lot of times simply because I'm getting a benefit from it as well now, as would you say wet soil or moist soil <laughs> um, you know wet soil and <laughs> soil um you know how it is it uh <laughs> you get a summer rain a lot of times the summer rain won't soak in the ground uh but if, in the fall you'll get a slow drizzle all day one day and you know sun comes out the next day well that ground got a good soaking Right. That slow rain. That's when I like to get out there after a long, slow rain. Maybe it rained a couple of days and it's going to be clear the next day. That's the days I plan. Like a nice soaker, but not too soaked that it's blood yes. and everything. Yeah. I'm not wanting to play in the mud. I want, I want to get that. I want to get that little extra depth that you always get. Right. With the right. moist ground, you know. Well, this next picture is one up that my gold porn friends will like. Uh-oh. Uh, are you happy now, Jeff Miller? I saw you come <laughs> in. I saw you come in, my good friend, GoPro Unlimited. Yeah, that, you must have the gold up there. I, I have a picture of a vial of some Alabama gold. Now, Ed, I had that vial full last year and sold that gold out of a, 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 a man a man a buddy of mine went dredging and and had gotten a, a good bit of concentrate and i guess you know how you you know how you let your stuff sit out there and you won't you get home from a weekend of dredging and maybe you're too tired to fool with your fines you ever oh done that? yeah oh yeah have uh, you ever done that it sits in a bucket for about a year and you decide one day you know, I really need to go through this. And this yeah, I've run was... across some buckets like that when I'm rerunning old buckets. I'll be like, yeah. I don't think I ever ran this one before. <laughs> oh, 
Look at that gold. I know I haven't ran this before. <laughs> now, where the hell did that stuff come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you that that was a surprise because we sold uh, we sold all but what's in this little bottle right here. That was just after I recleaned, went back through uh, after running everything on my little Miller table and had went through the black sands again. And this was what was left in the black sands that I missed the first time. Oh, nice. But the first, the, the first time I had a little over $400 when I sold it. Ooh, yeah, very so nice. It was a, it was a good, nice uh -oh. little amount. So, you know, when you, when you have a $400 day, that's pretty good. Oh yeah. That's like when I brought those nuggets out from that river in the mother load of california with tutos todd and smith's gold uh top cat <laughs> i mean top cat prospecting tutos and smith's gold along with my amigos and partners in crime toledo jess and dano yeah that that it's nice we bring new wealth out of the ground but then again, right. it's cool when you refine, rescue old wealth from the ground. Oh man, too. yeah, absolutely. I tell you, it's a uh, it's exhilarating. Um, that I took that. I didn't know I could sell my gold around here. Uh, found out I could. Took it to a jeweler up in Ellic City. Um, he weighed it up. He, you know, uh, smelted the impurities off of it and. Uh, he said, man, this is some really good quality gold. He tested it. So it was a good quality. Um, but, you know, I think our gold here is known for uh, the purity of it. it. It's not copious amounts like a lot of other places. I mean, there's a lot of gold coming out of Alabama. Don't get me wrong. It still does uh, all the time. But the purity of it is really good here from what I understand from talking to the people in the know, you know. Nice. Yeah, lose your brother. There you are. No, I'm here. Was just listening, and um, I I'm just trying to reply to a friend of mine. So I guess oh, I'll yeah. I'll see some of them. I'll, I'll guess I'll say it. Good night, Ohio <laughs> Metal Maven, and nailed it detecting. It was awesome yes. meeting you over the weekend, and. I know our trails will cross again in the future, and I can't wait. Yeah, y'all have a great night. Thank y'all for coming by and uh, listening to me yammer. That's right, but you're going to be missing something else. So, hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can always watch a replay. Cause don't tell no one, but... I, I think I got him talked into playing his banjo for us. And oh, I, I found I out he plays the I, I found out he plays the fiddle too. So, We're definitely not breaking the fiddle out tonight. Oh, <laughs> <man>. These strings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe, maybe maybe we might give maybe. you a little taste of banjo right at the end. How about that? Everybody right. sticks around the end, we'll give them a little taste of banjo. That's I'll right. probably screw it up, but that'll be all right, too. Uh, that's all right. The swamp Shovel says, come on, man. 
Oh, Scott, I'll tell you, that is a great guy. You talk about people you meet that just you click with immediately. That cat's out of South Carolina. He and I met at Florida Hunt. And, uh, man, we had a lot of laughs. My ribs were sore. He's a character, full-on character. Well, you're, you're pretty much describing the man and wife team that I met this weekend, Ohio Metal Maven and Nail the Detecting. It's That's like awesome. It's like we've knew each other other than just online typing, you know? Exactly. And, and like you knew each other for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it really did. It really did. And That's how me and Scott was when I met him. He's just a real... Uh, and you know, I'm doing my best right now to remember his buddy's name. I'll be ashamed because he was cool too. But I just met Lucky Jen. Some of you guys may know who she is. I, I know, I'm familiar with Lucky Jen. I, I hunted with her and Scott that day and uh, we, we had us a ball. That If you ever get a chance to go to some of these hunts, guys, I'm gonna tell you, uh, if, if, if you even think you're interested in a, in a metal detecting hunt of any kind, it is, it is well, well worth uh, the money. Some of these hunts are just great. That's like the uh, Dick Stock 3 that I went to in North Carolina this year. I found some just really great. I think you got a picture of my little uh, collage of finds uh, that I found at Florida Hunt 8. And one of the coolest things I found to me was not even metal. I was digging... Yeah, what I, I thought got was it. Well, this is Digstock, not yeah. Florida Hunt. Digstock 3. You talk about a great event. It's Bruce all natural North hunts. Oh. It's all 17 and 1800s uh, home places. Uh, it's just amazing. They put together a really amazing hunt at, uh, in North Carolina at that Digstock. I know they got one coming up. Uh, up in New York, and then they'll have the other one. I'll be at the one in March this year uh, with First Texas. And uh, I think it's going to be some. Uh, my buddy B3 Relic Recovery was going to go to the one here in Gilboa at the Gilboa Quarry in Ohio. And oh, that sounds good. When With the first prices, I'm like, man, that's kind of rich for for one day and then he said they dropped the prices and I was thinking more about it then I guess they canceled it it was a dual underwater hunt oh wow yeah I had heard about that and I think a they did field hunt and yeah. I guess there wasn't enough interest to I, I think I was going to work the uh, first Texas booth at that hunt and it got the, the hunt got canceled. That's oh, a that's shame. a bummer. Uh, yeah. Matt, if you're watching, lower those prices a little. You know, I know it takes a lot to run an event, especially one as huge as Digstock. Uh, it, it is. I, I huge, hear they're but... great, uh, but they're huge. My event is rather small and I keep it small on purpose. That you way know, I Deej, can personally meet everybody and it's more um, more intimate, more personal. And... Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, Deej, Deej had uh, called me back at um, 
when you had flash bash and asked yeah. if I was going, I said, you know what, I'm going to have to wait and hopefully go next year. I had a bunch going on at the time and I, I hope that you're having another one next year. I'd love to get to that and meet you in person. Well, it's looking like I'll have another one. I'm showing a couple coins. Looks like a barber. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, barber dime. Uh, man, I dug that thing. It wouldn't, it wouldn't three inches down in a nail bed where guys had metal detected for years, but it was just trapped in a bunch of that uh, really tough iron. And nice, and it your, was perfect. Your machine got through all that chatter and stuff and pulled out that signal that you just had to dig. Oh man, had to dig. I was I was running the F seventy five, and uh, it was one of my earlier videos with the F seventy five. And I actually had was doing a video for the F pulse that day, and had just went metal detecting. And we had done our little, you know, spent our little time talking about what we thought about the F pulse. Uh, and I did not video the dig of that dime, so I did not include it in the video because it's almost, you know, to me. If I'm not showing you me digging it, I didn't really dig it. You know what I mean? You don't just show this beautiful, pristine dime that you just, that you didn't catch on video. So that made me right. mad that I couldn't show that one on video. But I dug it that day with the Wait, You F75. don't show it at your tailgate roundup at all? I did lay it in there, but I didn't mention it. I did. It was laying for people to see, but I didn't put a spotlight on it because I didn't get the video footage. Oh, I thought I got the video footage, but uh, with the GoPro, sometimes you may think you've got the video footage and you really didn't. And I think everybody that's ever used the GoPro will tell you that. Now, I, I just had a thought. I don't remember any of us, or if we did at all, a tailgate dump after our day out detecting. I don't think so. I I know I didn't get as much footage as I was thinking I might. <laughs> I might just have to show you all my finds. It's yes, in editing. It's in editing. Yeah, that's my, <laughs> that's that's. We'll, we'll get to see it next week, right? Yeah, uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> it, it's in editing. It's in editing. Uh, it's on you, the cutting room floor. Uh, you also have what's that? A seated Liberty, a eighteen eighty nine. Yes, sir. That uh, is. Uh, I've only I've only found two in eighteen years. And that was the best one. And oh, she looks like in pretty good shape. Her Liberty's bold. Uh, the stripes on her shield. Uh, still some detailed in her hair. I don't hard to tell how her face is and garments is in the picture. Right. She's She'll... nice. I, I'll tell you, I was shaking that day. Um, most most time. Fines don't make me shake, but that one had been on my bucket list for a very, very long time, and I didn't think I'd ever dig one. Well, and it just happened one day. I was I was dripping sweat. It was the end of a summer, a couple of years back, and I was out at my old park because uh, I didn't feel like driving very far. And when I don't feel like driving very far, I'll just run down to the park and fool around. 
And man, it was a faint signal and I got to digging that thing. And I guess I had dug down about nine or 10 inches and stuck my pinpointer down in there. And it was still an inch or two deeper. And I certainly, it was a beautiful dime number on my machine and everything. But some part of me was going, that's just too good to be true. <laughs> I've been over this spot a million times. I dug it up and I saw that thing. And I just dropped it. And man, I went to breathing funny, <laughs> called my wife, called her. I said, you're not going to believe this. Honey. You're not going to believe this. Called the ambulance. Yes. I'm going to tell you, I was so excited. It all shook up. You know how you get when you find something you've been chasing a long time. And, right. Ooh, right. Good. Oh, I it bet. Yeah, it did. That, that'd be sweet. That's the sweet. Now, now, to this day, what's your favorite find? Oh. Gosh, um, probably this is going to sound probably a little silly, but there's a, a chisel that I found. I, I got to do some copper culture up in Wisconsin this year. Um, I hunt some copper culture sites uh, where there were some, you know, the, the early settlers of that area were doing some trading with the Indians who were um, using copper early in ways that People were kind of surprised after the history come out many years later. But I found a, um, a, a rock chisel there and some old buttons off those guys' clothes and a couple pieces of pot, uh, old cast iron pot. But there was something about that hunt and that story and that time in history for that area that just really... Uh, you would think it would be some of my really cool coins or some of my really cool buttons or some of that stuff, but it, it, it was some of the most basic stuff I've ever dug. And, and it just, it was that moment, that connection in time to something so far away from where I was born and raised, you know? That's cool. That's cool. Um, now, what's been your scariest scariest moment while out prospecting or or um detecting uh, well, any paranormal activity any squatch activity or never any of that i did have a banded water snake swim across the creek from the other side to bite me on the thigh one time while i was metal detecting in the water he, he swam across. That was probably the scariest moment. I Pretty guess, aggressive feller, huh? He's not poisonous. Uh, he looks just like uh, the cottonmouth water moccasin black, that we have. Black water snake? Very poisonous snake. But Well, the cottonmouth is, is, yeah. yeah. But, his is... cousin looks like him, but uh, ain't poisonous, but is meaner. Uh, more aggressive. And... More aggressive. And he come across, he come off the bank across 20 foot of running water to bite me under the water on the thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, he got my attention. Ah, good. And Smith's Gold, great to see you. Dennis Hedrick, good to see you, buddy. Um, Moto Mining, our friend from British Columbia says, 
I had a three-inch spider with a one-inch ass crawl across my shoulders. I didn't know about it until I saw the video. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's probably a good thing, Moto. Oh man, that would have been freaky. Hot dang. Hot dang. Uh, GoPro Unlimited would like to know, Jeremy, where he would go. Okay. Where would you go throughout the world, throughout the galaxy, if money was no object or place was no object? You know, I, I, I've got to say that I would, I have all, a lot of people would automatically say England or places like that, but I've always, always wanted to chase gold in Australia or Alaska, one of the two with a metal detector. And if money was no object, and I had plenty of money to go do what I wanted to, I would, uh, I would definitely gear up uh, some kind of bad to the bone little all-terrain truck, and I'd just go as deep and as far where the gold was with a metal detector, and, and that's what I'd do all day for as many days as the good Lord would let me. Right on. I can relate. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Curry's Jeremy. Uh, what is your dream detector by? Oh, gosh. You know, um, buy as in purchase, B U Y. Right. Um, so many good, there's such good equipment now. And uh, it, all the machines are so good. We, I'll tell you, um, some of the best machines I've ever run are all, uh, you know, have already. Are already here but if i if i could have one like i wanted i think we're fixing to have that one um you know uh i think i think one that's dependable a um one that's got a good target id for uh groomed yards because we run into that a lot here uh with these old house places where they fixed them up the yards are groomed so right a target id becomes very 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 important on a detector that I use in those situations, less important in relic situations or or gold situations. This is kind of a dig, no dig at that at that point for me. But a good target ID, really good separation, lightweight. Um, I I could I could care less about wireless. I don't mind having a cord. I like wireless if it has it. Um, but for me personally, a cord don't bother me. Um you know just a good machine that's uh versatile okay uh david via any run with ticks in the bush oh man every time in the summer uh i come out of the woods uh last year got back to my truck and i don't i don't know how i didn't notice any of them on the walk out i didn't feel them I got back to the truck and I had probably a hundred baby ticks on my legs. And so, yeah, I run into ticks a whole lot uh, here in Alabama. We got, we got plenty of those things. And uh, another reason I hunt less uh, in the summer months is the snakes and the bugs and the heat. And, but it's coming up. Uh, I'm going to have a lot of new videos soon. 
we're going to get back. We got some new permissions coming up, and nice. I'm excited about the fall. Nice. Nice. Um, let me see. Hmm. What's your what's your white whale? My white whale, I want a half dime so bad I can't stand it. And not a trime or a pieces of eight or something? That that would be great too. And they're they're up there, but to find the seated liberty half dime has got to be my my one I really, 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 really want. I guess because I've seen less of them found than the the others. Uh, our friend Fullo Gold down under says ticks and leeches are my biggest enemies. Sounds right, my friend. I'd love to go down under and dig some of that gold you guys get to dig. Wow. I, I hear you. There's some really cool YouTubers I wouldn't mind hanging with down there. Oh, also. man, yeah. Over in Tasmania also. Shoot, oh yeah! If I I can't just stop there. I'll, I'll be a little greedy on my travel. I'd have to go over to the boot of New Zealand also and hang with some kiwis. And <laughs> get a sure. little dredge on over there on the South Island and hang out with some other people. Maybe if they they'd be willing to hang out with a Yankee like me. Um, over on the North Island, but yeah, Australia. I'm I'm afraid my uh, I would have an accident and lose my passport in a fishing accident or something like that, along with my guns. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like going anywhere without that. <clears throat> Swamp shovel says New Zealand, no doubt. Heck yeah. Oh for sure. And you know every you know the thing about over there uh, is uh, you watching the videos and uh, most everything will kill you over there. <laughs> everything crawls around is deadly. Yeah, yeah, but the South, you know, you guys in the South, you don't we don't have to deal with a lot of the stuff you boys have to deal with. Oh, we down got in snakes. The South. I, I'm Boy, just we... I'm just north enough. I don't have to worry about like timber rattlers or mo water moccasins or cottonmouth, you know. That's uh, our main thing we have to watch. Uh, you know, we don't, we have a few black bear in the area, not many, so it's not a big deal. Any lion um, at all? You know, I've, uh, I've had family members that have seen them, uh, mountain lions. I've, I've had friends. I've, I've been here 50 years. Uh, and I have never seen one, um, but I know people who have. I coon hunted uh, for a lot of years, uh, like was obsessed with coon hunting for a lot of years and been in the woods most of my life, but uh, never had a run in with anything bigger than a bobcat, you know? Well, a bobcat, they can tear you up pretty good too, Ooh, but at least dope. it isn't a mountain lion saying hi to you from above on your neck. <laughs> Uh, hold on for a second while I give my good friend Ronald from Earth Radio a hard time. What the hell are you doing here late, young man? <laughs> you know better than that. 
Uh, oh, you'll be getting your invoice and emails shortly. <laughs> uh, better late than never, Ronald. Love you, brother. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, I just had to show you how much I love you by giving you a good time. Uh, I, I think we're going to have something real special coming on here real quick. Well, I wouldn't build it up too big. It might be disappointing. Oh, I don't know. I, I've, I just need to find the right thing to put you up on. Um, <laughs> I, I think... I think for <laughs> sure, from what I've heard, oh man, not showing, so I gotta do this a different way. <laughs> um, but I wanna blow you totally up so you have the full screen. I tried it one way, I'm gonna have to do it another way. So bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna move some stuff around. So we have no marquees, no scrolling marquees, no logos, no nothing, including me. Ha ha ha. And we're, I think, uh, we're going to get a little banjo picking by our good friend, Jeremy. I saw him break out his banjo. <laughs> All right, everybody. Sit back, enjoy. All right, guys, I apologize if it ain't great. That's it? <laughs> That's it. Encore, encore, encore. <laughs> I'm lighting my lighter. That's everybody, everybody, everybody encore, encore. Let's see applause of a hand. Encore, Deej, encore, encore. <laughs> JP yeah. Lonsmore, encore, encore. <laughs> Your dog's even singing with you. <laughs> hey, well, I appreciate y'all. I do appreciate it. And dogs are like hey, digging it. I've been playing for years, but I'm still bashful playing in front of people. Oh, you're being modest, my friend. You're being modest. appreciate it now now I'll get you back situated where you once were <laughs> uh i appreciate it i everybody i i kind of put jeremy on the spot to be honest with you i 
I pressured him in pre-show. Uh, I'm easily yeah. pressured. <laughs> but I, I, I asked him, and him being such a great guy he is, he obliged me. I, I'm rather partial to the bluegrass arts, and so, yeah. I appreciate all the kind words, everybody. It's real nice of y'all. But I, I really appreciated that, Jeremy. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome, brother. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, where, where do you see your channel in five years? I hope, uh, I hope I'm still doing the kind of content I'm doing today that uh, makes uh, makes me happy first. And like I say, I, I didn't start this channel to, uh, I don't want to say I didn't want to be successful at it. I, I, it didn't really matter to me, you know, and uh, as long as I'm continuing to, um help some people um uh, i try to do i do a lot of test videos too and comparison videos and those kind of things and showing uh cool performances for different size coils and stuff and a lot of people will will tell you how much they appreciate that and i have to admit that i very much like being able to help uh other people that are struggling with their equipment do better and have better results in the field um so that's what I hope I'm doing mainly is still being a benefit to somebody. Uh, my friend Ronald said, uh, have him as a guest at Gold Rush Days. Well, considering I'm not part of the administration at the GPA Buckeye chapter <laughs> and have no control over Gold Rush except for maybe volunteering or having a flash in your pan booth with some stuff for sale. I could say he may very well end up being a guest at Flash Bash. So, that would um, be awesome. I'd, I'd love to come to Flash Bash. Uh, it's a good time, I'm sure. Deej has. Oh, I know Deej loved it. it. She, she, she loved it. And she had we, a good time. We love that Deej loved it. Uh, I, I had a great time. Uh, why? Thank you, Ronald. I thought it was a good call myself too. <laughs> Etowah County. Uh, no, I can't say. Uh, who is that there? Let me look again. David, I don't, I can't say as I've ever detected in Etowah, uh, but if you're from Etowah, that's not really that far from me. You ever want to get together and go metal detecting, holler at me. My, um, my email address is on my channel, uh, Finding Alabama. Just holler at me. I'd be glad. We'll go sometime or you can come down here and go with me. Hey, Jeffrey, how you doing, outdoor influencer? Keep up the great work with your work with other channels, Britt from Depths of you. History and um, stuff. 
doing what you're doing scuba diving now my friend jeffrey from outdoor influencer just joined us that's awesome i had the pleasure of meeting him along with a bunch of other great channels in nashville tennessee uh in the scuba diving end of the hand uh river treasure guys and river cleanup guys magnet fishers you've turned into scuba diving river cleanup guys who now do quite a bit in uh the search and recovery of lost ones cold cases and that stuff is like awesome that. I, I, it seems like i watched a video of that with them not long ago uh, mm -hmm. on one of those recovery cases and it yeah. was great uh, it was sad but it was great you know Oh, I, I think it's great what they're doing, you know, and absolutely. I mean, it's, my, it's actually amazing. Yeah. My friend Jared with Adventures with Purpose and, and, um, dude, so many depths of history. Um, uh, Adam Brown Adventures, Exploring with the Nug. Um, oh yeah so, some great so many great channels so many great people sam sam the adventure man um that was a really cool weekend i wish i could have been able to get dirtier and helped about more but i'm just a prospector <laughs> but and, I, I gotta tell you ed the coolest thing that happened to me this year is I got one of my finds in uh, American Digger magazine. And that was, I know a lot of people have had finds in American Digger, but I remember years ago getting into the hobby of metal detecting. And I used to drive from here to Auburn, which is about 30 miles, mm -hmm. uh, to pick up that magazine every month. Um, I think mainly at the time I didn't buy a subscription for the whole year because I couldn't really afford it at one time back then, you know, we were young and married. And, uh, and so I'd go to Auburn once a month, that kind of be my getaway and I'd buy an American digger magazine. And so to have something end up in there was really, really top notch to me for that to happen. Um, not that it's a big deal, just that it was a big deal to me. I, and you're right, Deej. Can't forget our friend Jacob at Chaos Divers, uh, formerly known um, formerly known as um, Chaos Paddlers. He's also doing quite a bit of the river stuff. Us also. Um, Auburn. Auburn, yeah, that's south of here. Um, um, about 30 miles south of me is Auburn. I found some cool um, China from, from Germany. It had the swastika on the back at wow. one of the uh, old rail stations in Auburn. There was an old creek that run under the tracks. Uh, and as I was walking down it, found several old bottles and then found that old China uh, that had the swastika on the back from the early, early 1900s, uh, you know, uh, probably 1930s, early 1930s, uh, that were off of the trains that came through there. I think they just 
made a lot of china back then could, could it have been the nazi era or was it prior it was to pre that? it was pre-nazi but they were still they had just because that's also a good luck symbol in many native um oh, nations yeah. and that's one of the bowls right Celtic. there okay i don't know if you can tell much about it that's one of the pieces of china i found that's nice and the other one's in half that has the swastika on the back i only found half that bowl but found several really really cool bottles that day even if it had the swastika on it moto just because it's still part of history ugly oh, part yeah, for sure Every part of history, but it's still part of history. And oh, yeah. so I wouldn't smash it. No, um, never, never. No, I but, mean, you know, history is just that. It's it's stuff that's behind us that if we don't remember and do it different, we end up doing it again. That's right. And we don't want to repeat bad history. Good history, right. yes. Bad history, yes. no. Absolutely. Well, where are you, have you Moto, got any... Moto said someone else wasn't so forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. Pardon me, sir. Did you have a question, Jeremy? No, no. Oh, I, well, I think I did, but I probably forgot what it was. <laughs> I'm, I'm good at that. I got the CRS too, brother. You see them gray hairs right there? Right, right, right. It comes with those gray hairs. Yes, sir. It starts easing in on you, don't it? My blonde, dirty blonde ain't hiding my gray as good as it once. <laughs> I, believe it or not, I used to have really long hair like you, except it was naturally curly because I got naturally curly hair. Ah. Up to a few years ago, I had real long hair. Right on. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the butt, to be honest. It got it, it got more than I could deal with, but I think mainly because mine was so curly. You know, uh, it really I got really curly hair. <laughs> yeah, even mine's pretty straight, and it's it can be a royal pain. Um, to be honest. <laughs> um. Dude, it looks like I moved some other stuff around too. Eh, that should be showing. Oh well, I'll play with it later. <laughs> I I I have a couple of banners with with website members and channel members, and I I like to show them where they belong if you know what i mean because it wasn't they they helped me keep it the show alive and everything and uh that's right the whole family helps keeps me alive <laughs> and that's important you know the community is i've learned how important uh the last really the last year uh, how important we are to each other sometimes, you know, uh, just support and uh, 
keeping each other trudging along because what most people don't know that don't have a YouTube channel or invest the kind of hours and attention that's required to be semi-successful in a field that is extremely crowded with extremely talented people digging uh, amazing stuff and finding amazing gold. Um, it's a blessing we all have each other. And that's, that's one of the things we need to always remember is that uh to be there for each other yeah i i think it's a great community absolutely <laughs> uh, your last must be in last message in chat okay deej hi brad Are you collaborating with Brandon of Venture Archaeology this year, Jeremy? I am, actually. I'm actually going to do an interview with him uh, sometime this fall, and we're probably going to do something together um, as well. So, But uh, Brandon's one of those big channels that I, I just met him a year ago, and, you know, he's a massive, massive, massive channel. And, and a lot of times you meet those guys and maybe they're, maybe in your mind, you, you built them up more in your mind and maybe sometimes they're disappointed. But Brandon was as genuine a person as I've ever met and, and still is. And, uh, uh, he's, He's really talented at at what he does, and and I respect him for that and appreciate him. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get to do an interview with him. He don't really do interviews, but oh, well, um, I, even though I got you don't really do interviews, maybe you could be a liaison for me if you don't mind. But, I'll put in a good word. I guarantee you that. Well, that that that'd be much grateful because I sent him a message and I. I, you know, I, I really appreciate even a no if they're not interested, but, you know, right. I do it a lot through Facebook, and I can tell when they read it. Oh, yeah. And oh, then yeah. you don't get a reply, and you're like, wow. Even a, oh, like, yeah. no thanks, I don't have the time would be nice or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I understand what what you're saying i uh, do know i, I do Brandon, understand they're busy and sometimes oh, they get rap. inundated like, by messages and emails right and, oh actually like i think it was an email so that probably got buried much easier than a message like say on facebook how we communicate so, oh yeah yeah i will definitely when i talk to him um I will definitely mention that you would love to get him on uh, one night for your show and uh, see what he says. Worst he can say is no. But he's good people. He's he's such a good person, um, you know. And uh, he was he was really cool to me because uh, I've met a few of the bigger channels uh, and 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 some of them are really cool and you know some of them. <laughs> seemed a little less than cool but you know you know how it is when some people let it go to their head when they um 
and some people don't. So, right. But he's one of those good guys. He'd be a good one. He'd be a really good one to have on your show. I guarantee. I I thought so. I I actually enjoy their videos. Uh, their creek walks and the bottles they find and their bottle dumps. Uh, Ert Radio, the guy I was given a hard time. I've known him for a long time. I've met him in person. Uh, he drove all the way from, uh, all the way from, okay, don't get mad at me. Um, it's not Wisconsin, but Minnesota, close to it. <laughs> Uh, all the way to Ohio to come to Gold Rush Days and meet uh, myself along with my good friends over at Prospectors Radio and GoldProspectorsSpace.com. Uh, Ronald has been a longtime listener and a longtime friend of Flash in Your Pan. And when I was first starting out, Figuring out a time slot for Tuesday night hangout live. I was, I, I, I had a lot of space to dig from, and only one I was worried about because very little, there was no one in the treasure hunting prospecting area doing lives for the most part. Oh, um, cool. And so you got in early. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm the longest running treasure hunting live stream talk show on YouTube. That's awesome. <laughs> Consecutively. That's awesome. Haven't missed a day in five years. But, that's awesome. But unfortunately, that might change everybody, and we'll talk about that maybe a little later. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Terry Curry. I appreciate that comment. Thank you. But Ronald is the man... I was switching back from Tuesdays and Thursdays because my good friend, the producer and owner of Prospectors Radio, had his show on Sunday nights and Wednesdays. So, and Ronald said, or Radio said, Tuesdays would work best for me. So I've been making damn sure, trying my best, you have him here every Tuesday, and when he doesn't, or he's late, I've been giving him a hard time like a good <laughs> brother should. So, but. <laughs> You're more than welcome, Ronald. And he does have uh, a talk show himself, or radio, where uh, I believe it's a constant stream of other creators and people in many different fields paranormal um alien from aliens to oh, Sasquatch cool. to who knows what over at earth radio uh keep up the good work Ron. yeah i gotta check that out i gotta check that out too uh i've been jotting down a little list of channels actually do do me a favor again jeremy i haven't seen you chat in a little while uh, drop me a chat, and I'm gonna moderate. Dub uh, the sir moderator. Uh, you'll be knighted uh, uh, mod here 
And that way you could throw any links down you want, like sponsor links or anything else. Um, actually, speaking of sponsor links and affiliate links, there's a few below. Uh, um, we Dig Metal Detecting, uh, Gold Claw, um, Kratos Magnetics, and a few others. Um, it's a win-win situation. You help me, I help you. We all be happy. There you are. Thank I like you, it when everybody's happy. So do I. <laughs> so do I. Makes me smile a lot. Right? Right? And Ronald just became part of your family. Now watch oh, your stuff, you so Ronald. Jeremy puts out some nice stuff. Thank you, brother. You're more than welcome, my friend. I appreciate you guys for having me out and just uh, listening to my boring chatter, but it's been, I, I really enjoyed it tonight. Oh, I'm glad you did. That's kind of our goal here is to make our guests feel at home, like we talked about in pre-show, you know, after a day of prospecting or a, a day on the hunt, just kick back around the firing and tell our stories and the camaraderie of us. And, um, heck, you know, I, I, I like to have a nice homey feel where everyone's welcome to just be yourself. And we really like it when you're a fine talker like yourself. So, <laughs> well, I've tried. I've tried I, not to be uh, too, too dull. Well, I, 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 I'm without my two co-hosts today. I feel kind of naked. Uh, because usually I'm pretty quiet. Jesse's doing the questions, and I'm just trying to make sure everything's running smooth on this end. Uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you, uh, you've got some. I've been keeping up with the chat, and you you've got some really good, really good folks in here, and a lot of them. I've, several I've, I've never heard their name before tonight, but I, I, just from reading all the chats, I feel like I could just sit around a campfire and talk shop with any of these folks uh, that I've seen in the chat tonight. And you know, it's, it's that way in uh, most of the chats I end up in, most of the people in this community are just fantastic and y'all are no exception. I, I have to agree with you on that. And like I said, I, I have the best community of them all, but then again, yes, I'm very, I'm very biased. Of my little biased. Own That's all right. You get to be biased. It's <laughs> <Just> your show. <laughs> right, right. But no, like in DJ's community, your community, uh, many of them are the same, and a lot of them are crossovers. That's and, right. And those ones that weren't crossover before that has crossed over um, now enjoy both of two worlds of the hands you know what that's else. right i'll tell you what i've enjoyed tonight is a lot of the names i've seen i wasn't familiar with and uh and i think a lot of it is because a, a lot of these guys are the gold community which is awesome uh wanted to meet 
want to meet more people in the gold community and, and, and get to know more of, of these men and women. Uh, and just, just wowed at how cool all these guys have been to me tonight. And I, I appreciate y'all. Thank you very much, Terry. Uh, he says there's interaction on Ed's show and that makes a difference. It does. Yes, well, it does. It's because of you why I'm here. Why wouldn't I interact with you all? You know, we're we're all around this big old fire. Now, do we want a big white man fire or do we want a little smaller native fire? <laughs> you know, yeah, I guess we could be a little bit of both on that, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. I greatly appreciate it. And absolutely, Deed says to Terry, interaction is cool, Swamp Shovel Detecting says, and I agree, Swamp. I, I agree. Um, hopefully one day I meet you on the river or stream or fields, whatever, woods, homestead, I don't know. But you'd I, find him. You'd find him deep in the woods. He's a surveyor. Oh, so and he's he, the type he of people that see stuff that never ends up on maps. That's right. Oh, this place is too good to go on a map. People will wreck <laughs> it. I I've actually met one of them back home in Washington, and he goes, "Man, I have some places that I would never put on a map." And I'm right. Like, Ooh, where? Oh, he he <laughs> has some cool spots. He he just got some Spanish silver last week. Sorry, Rascal. I'm just kidding, Swamp. <laughs> he got some of that Spanish silver last week. Made me a little jealous. I'm not my own. There you go. So, yeah, <laughs> I definitely would, brother. I definitely would. And Randy Scotty Tony is soliciting some of my old in the shed with Ed videos. Boy, you're going way back into the vault there, brother. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to some. I got to clean my messy shop first. Though. I know I've been saying that for three years now, <laughs> if not longer, but it's, it's the truth. Uh, Jeremy, uh, we're going into overtime. Time flies. Uh, <laughs> thank you greatly. I appreciate you joining us tonight. Thank you for having me, brother, man. I appreciate it. I have seriously enjoyed myself and uh, laughed so hard a couple times I had to wipe tears. And <laughs> I, I appreciate oh. your, I appreciate your, uh, your family and friends and 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 the flash. The Flash crew, man. Uh, Y'all legend out there. Um, I think you already know that, though. Uh, you're and too I appreciate kind. you, brother. And we appreciate you, too, Jeremy. And thanks again for the banjo picking. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Would like yes, to sir. have more jab jab. But, hey, I'll take what I hey, get. Hey, I get up the flash bash, I'll bring my banjo with me. I won't be near as shy to play in front of you in front of a campfire. How about that? Bring your fiddle, too. Okay, I will. Because if music man Mark Miller comes down from 
Uh, I believe he's in Wisconsin, and Michael J., we'd have some guitar plucking, too. So, oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd uh, be great. It's the, the chat looks like they thoroughly enjoyed you tonight and Thank like you loved Thank your you. treasure porn and your talent on the banjo and <laughs> your con conversing with me. Um, everybody, thank you, all of you, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you all very much for joining us tonight. I greatly appreciate it. I think I could say the same for Jeremy. Yes, sir. Uh, all of you made it such an awesome show, along with my great guest here tonight. Uh, Dano, I hope you feel well very soon. Jesse, I hope you're having a great visit. You and Ruby. Um, next week, who am I having next week? I'm who having our it? friend Dustin from Dutch Boy Adventures joining us. Uh, he's the co-host with our friend Andy over at Lost Boys uh, Adventures. On Sunday oh, yeah, nights, be, I believe their show is. That'll be great. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that show too. Um, but you know what? Until next time. Thank you, David. Thank you, much. You always have a flash in your pan, and you never know. Maybe one day too, will you on the river? It's so different when I do it by myself now, Jeremy. <laughs> Jesse usually has a part in there, too. Good night, everybody. Thank you all very much for joining us. Love you all. Mwah. Good night, all. Hey, YouTubers and friends. Thanks for joining Good us for another episode of Tuesday Night. Hey, now. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Ohio Roller Counter. Randy Scotty Johnny, Moto Mining, Mountaineer Michael, David Dia, thank three, you, Mr. Two, Lodak, one. Ronald, good seeing you, buddy, Terry Curry, all of you. Good night. See you, Brad. Good night, Deed. Thank you. Good night, David and Nita Bogan. <laughs>